Welcome to Observing Others with Tim and Kelly, except this time there's no Tim. Last time it was Tim and a guest and no Kelly, and this time it's Kelly and a guest and no Tim. So I don't know if Tim's going to join us anymore or not, but it's still Observing Others for now with Tim and Kelly and my guest today. I'll tell you about Alex Arnold in a minute, but hey, it's been a minute been a few minutes actually since we had our last podcast and if any of you thought we had fallen off the face of the earth you were close there's been some interesting developments since the last time that we uh, had this podcast but if you listen or you had been listening you knew that we were talking about bringing smiles back and a business to business expo so I have in studio today with me a guest who actually helped me put the smiles on the balls that we had at our Davis Chamber Business to Business Expo. How are you doing today, Alex? Very well. Thank you for joining me today, Alex. Thank you for having me, Kelly. It's exciting to be back in front of the microphone for many reasons. So here's kind of our backstory. So Alex was able to help me design on his Cricut and print on the vinyl these smile faces that we were able to put on some stress balls, some exercise balls. And in fact, um, Alex, you're the one that hooked me up with, with, is it Chris Parkin? Was that his name? Yes. Yes. So Chris helped me make this, the sign for my backdrop. And I actually have the smiley face in my office here today, smiling back at you, Alex. There it is. Yep. And, And so of course, those of you who've seen the pictures, it was very yellow that day. A lot of yellow going on. And the bringing smiles back theme, if you'll recall, was because my father did the same smile experiment in a booth at the Salt Palace when I was a small child. So I thought, hey, to commemorate my dad's booth, I would bring smiles back. And little did I know, though, how the story would unfold from there. What do you think... What do you think of the intro so far, Alex? I think it's a very good intro, Kelly. Who knew that uh, making balls would come, no pun intended, full circle? Yeah, full circle, perfect. That's a great pun. So, So, Alex, tell us what happened shortly after, tell us what happened to you shortly after this Business to Business Expo. So, not too long after... uh, um, I ended up having a hemorrhagic stroke. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if it's it's the same as an aneurysm, but same characteristics. I burst a blood vessel in my head and, um, and bled into my head. And so I have the characteristics of a stroke. And I went into the ICU and, and I was there for a little while and you were at work when it happened, right? Yes. Yes. So, so I, I, uh, I drive the, the big concrete trucks, and, and thank heaven I wasn't on the freeway. Luckily, I was where I could um, still perform my duties. Um, it was just really hard for me after the stroke to, to get any control so that I could put, it into, put the vehicle into park and... and uh, walk away but um 
luckily my contractors recognized that I was having a little bit of a, a challenging time. And yeah, so in concrete terms, you were at a poor, right? I, I was. So he was at a poor, I think you said it was Centerville, is that right? Correct. And then the contractors who are actually um, utilizing the ready mix concrete see that Alex is not able to move or do something correctly. And so who, who's the one who called 911? The, the, the contractor actually called 911. I, I had, uh, through my Bluetooth voice dialed my wife and told her what was going on with me. And, and she was a little bit hysterical. She, she, uh, started screaming. And I think the contractor who was on my fender at the time asking me if I was all right, because I'd poured for him many, 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 many times. And he goes, this isn't like you. This is not the way you pour. Um, are, are you okay? And I informed him that I was having, I thought I was having a stroke. And he, he got a little bit hysterical. And he's like, what are you talking to me for? What are you talking to anybody for? Call 911. And uh, he heard my wife scream because I had my Bluetooth in my ear and and uh, he reached down, grabbed my phone, and and told her uh, he he told her that he was going to uh, hang up with her, and he ended up calling nine one one, and and next thing I know, uh, him and his guys were scooping me up out of my truck and laying me in front on the ground, and and here comes CMS, and they scooped me up and took me to the hospital. So so he goes to St. Mark's, which. For those of you in Davis County, that's that's not like the Davis Hospital or, or IHC in Layton Parkway or even Lakeview. It's all the way down to St. Mark's. But St. Mark's is right across from my favorite pie restaurant, Marie Callender's. So I happened to, to go out to, to see Alex at, um, when he was at St. Mark's. And I actually took, no, I guess it's not this part yet. But anyway, so I took you some pie. That's where I was going yeah, with it. You did. I went over and got me some uh, blueberry sour cream. And those people who know I love that. And then I got him some banana cream pie. And luckily, we weren't stuck at St. Mark's forever. But they transferred Alex to Ogden Regional Hospital. But it, it's a medical center that has. Tell us more about Ogden Regional's um, rehabilitation center. So a, sh- a short time ago, they uh, they built a new wing on the. Um, medical center itself and and I was I was a part of supplying some of the concrete to that and so yeah, it, it was so new they were finishing some of the suites in the basement when you were first there because I remember walking correct. by empty suites that were still under construction correct and, and uh, it, it became what they call acute rehab for for victims of, of car accidents and not as in cute cutie but as an acute acute correct <laughs> Correct. And great place. A lot uh, nicer room to start with. So I, so here's the point I was going to tell you. So Alex is there, and one day I bring one of the large yellow smile balls with the vinyl smile face on it, and then one of the smaller smile balls with a vinyl smile face on it, and I stick it in the window of his hospital room. And when he wakes up or when he realizes that, I brought some smiles back to Alex at this in this rehabilitation center in his room. Um, those of you who know most hospitals, the doors are open um, all of the time. So many patients, other people, tell us who walked by and tell what their what their reaction was to the two smile balls in your window. 
in, in all honesty, Kelly, every time somebody walked by, it was hard to walk by without seeing them and actually getting a smile on your face. And I, I, I became known as the guy with the, with the guy with the smiley balls in his window, and you could actually see them from the parking lot, and so everybody knew exactly from the outside of the building which which uh, room was mine, and and uh, um, everybody asks where I got such great. Uh, smiley balls. Did you tell him you made them? <laughs> I, I, I actually went through and told him that, that we had done it as a joint venture. And, yeah. and pe- people wanted them. They, they, they constantly were asking me if I'd be willing to part with them. That's awesome. So so how long were you in Ogden Regional's uh, acute uh, rehab center? If I'm being honest, I'm not exactly sure. I could, I could go back and... I think you were there three weeks. Probably pretty close. Might have been a little bit longer, but pretty much the month of June, right? Yeah. And and uh, when I went in, I, I was um, completely paralyzed on my left side. Wow. I, I had nothing. And, and when I actually finally went out, um, no miracles, but... I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, I believe it, in miracles. Uh, well, I'm just saying I didn't miraculously regain all of my function, but um, when I left, I, I did have some uh, um, ability to walk and, and some use of my left um, hand and arm, and, and it has slowly progressed uh, every day since. That's awesome. Natalie and company were pretty good to you, right? <laughs> everybody at Ogden Regional was was great. That's awesome. Yeah, they were when I would visit, they were good with me too. In fact, I got a free lunch one time. Remember, you had lunch. I, I, lunch while I, I was do there. remember that. I appreciated the visits. Well, you're welcome. So fast forward then to the 29th of June. So it's been a month and a half since your stroke. Um, the 29th of May is it? a critical day in my family. That's the day my father-in-law passed at Davis hospital in the ICU after being rushed to the ER for some health situation, health condition that deteriorated so quickly that by the next morning we were by his side when he passed. So on the 29th of June, much to my shock and surprise, EMS came to see me, Alex for a different reason. I wasn't on a pour with concrete. I was uh, dealing with a backyard grill that decided to be a, a malfunctioning, defective tank vaporized system. And the explosion that happened stripped the, um, the vapor, the hose thing and completely started the fire blowing out like a flamethrower rather than, like a flare up in the grill that you have when you have too much grease or something on the flame when it's on the grill. So EMS comes and picks me up and uh, luckily my wife and we were, we were trying to cook some steaks and uh, they heard the explosion and the screaming came out. My wife grabbed a fire extinguisher, tried to put it out. She got it out once, but then it reignited. So fire department, and the police came, they had needed to evacuate the neighbors so that there wouldn't be, there were two other tanks there they were worried about. The fire department had a really cool tool that was really long that yanked the 
the tank from underneath the grill and see it had it had blo- it had stripped the um socket things so much that, that they didn't have to try to undo it it had already blown it off so the the EMTs um realized I had strider and that I was having difficult breathing they were going to intubate me then but my house is 1.7 miles Alex from the Davis Hospital so lucky for me I'm going back to the same ER in the same ICU that I was at a month before with my father-in-law, and there I am in that critical situation where I've got second and third degree burns on my legs, secondary burns on my arms. It's burned my throat, facial hair, eyelashes, eyebrows, my even the uh, um, bangs on my head look weird now. I'm trying to get haircuts that that make make that work. But uh, they intubated me. Um, when I came out of sedation, though, and I was in an ICU room, no longer in the ER, guess what was in a chair staring right back at me? I'm going to guess that it was another smiley ball. Yes, a yellow smiley ball that AJ, my son-in-law, told Abby, hey, you got to bring this to the hospital room where Kelly is so that you're bringing smiles back to him. I, I do have to say, Kelly, when I heard the news that, that it, all of this had happened and that, that you'd been burned, um, I, I was waiting for you to show up and look like Deadpool. Yeah, no, I, I have a friend who was in a, a houseboat fire um, at Lake Powell, and, and my burns were nowhere near what he endured. I was blessed miraculously several different reasons. One was that the force of this vapor lock explosion pushed the doors from underneath the grill. So again, the fire's not going up, it's coming out and it knocks me over. And, and so the burns uh, weren't like I was bending over. There wasn't like my face and stuff per se, but I opened my mouth and gasped and screamed. And I think that's why flames decided to torch the throat and had laryngitis and some breathing issues. I'm still, still working on that part of it. That's, that's not completely, completely healed. But, but the good news is, is that, I wasn't in that ICU for very long, and they have some amazing treatment, including meta-honey patches that they put on burns so that when your skin wants to um, scab over, and then the scabs are torn off by the bandages, and so there's this, this cycle of no real healing, the, this honey patch can, can like slip off after it's had its usefulness, it's both of its medicinal value, its healing power and ability, but it's always loose and liquid. So each of these burns never had the same kind of uh, um, scabbing or grafting that was necessary because they, you know, were, were smart enough to put these honey patches. They, they said they were going to send me to the burn unit at University of Utah Hospital Burn Center, but they didn't have any beds. So I'm glad that they treated immediately my family was supportive in there surrounding me while I was in that situation. But yeah, talk about uh, 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 our own near death experiences. And I don't like to overstate it. I don't like to, to try to dramatize it. It's not necessary. The reality check for both Alex and I is that it had a, a significant emotional and mental impact shock and on our psyche as anything that it did to us physically. Still is. Yeah, kind of an interesting um, th- 
thing that we don't often have maybe sympathy or empathy for others who are struggling with mental and emotional trauma from traumatic events in their life when the event is over or the physical manifestations of what one might think were the hell they went through when those seem to subside or heal or improve. Like you said, look how far you've come today. You were walking with the cane, not having to use a walker. Who would have thought that in the time that it's been since May from your stroke? It's a little bit slow, but uh, get get a little bit stronger, a little bit faster each day. Yeah, but it, but didn't you tell me that, this, that that people are like shocked at the the progress you've made from the severity of your ischemic or hemorrhagic shock um, stroke, the recovery that you've made in such a short time? Correct. Yeah, yeah. They didn't expect it to come me to have any of this function back even close to as fast as it has. And, and I do credit a lot of that to um, the acute rehab center that I was at. They, they got on it quick, and and um, it, it is a lot of hard work, and I'll continue to do the hard work. Um, just to just know, they, they did tell my wife when they brought me in that um, this, they, this is known as an 80-20 uh, injury. Uh, 80% of the people that that have this type of stroke um, don't survive the night. Wow. They, they pass away, and and um, my wife knows I'm a fighter. Kelly knows I'm a fighter, and, yeah. and, and I did make it, which I am thankful for. Me too. And so in our, in our uh, isolated recovery situations, we decided, hey, we're not going to recover alone. We're going to hang out a little bit together. So we ordered some extra yellow balls. And we got Alex Cricket out, and we started cranking out more smile faces and attaching them to to these uh, exercise balls. And, and I had some fun with my grandson kind of pushing him down the stairs and moving around about. But, but last week, Alex and I were able to do what we had planned originally was to take two of these balls back to Ogden Regional Rehab and and kind of pay it forward, kind of bring smiles back to Ogden Regional as a thank you gift for what they did for Alex, but also see if there was someone there that may need the same kind of bringing their own smile back that happened, you know, um, serendipitously between Alex and I that, that in our hospital rooms, here are these big, you can't miss them, and they're smiling at you, and it, you're right. It's hard not to smile when you see those smile balls. So, what was the reception like, Alex, when we went to Ogden Regional last week and we brought some smile balls back? Everybody wanted them again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Natalie wanted one for her own room. I'm like, well, you know, the purpose of that, no. It was really cool, Alex, is it, and you'll have to tell us exactly the words because I was overhearing, but it sounds like um, people who have strokes or injuries that need emotional support or re or encouragement or some kind of uh, feedback. They look for volunteers or people um, who are willing to do that. And what did they tell you during our visit that you could do for Ogden Regional and for that rehab um, floor? So they, they, they said they had gotten it cleared through their administration to create a group of people who would come basically cheer, cheer people on, um, help them, with, with their emotional support that they need and and help guide them forward, show that the, them that it is possible to 
keep progressing and and uh, get better every day. Yeah, yeah. I, just knowing the staff in the short period of time that I did, and then going back there and seeing their warm reception and their just delight to see how well you had progressed, and then to tell you that you were an emotionally encouraging even while you were there as a patient, um, it delighted us because. Now we feel like we can take those smile balls, a couple of them at, at times back to visit patients and the ones that really need that encouragement. Um, I, I think that's kind of a fun thing to stick in their window too. They have two of the smile balls in their own window. Absolutely. And, and I will tell you, I, I, I wanted to be able to walk out um, after uh, finishing my stint at, at the acute rehab, which I wasn't able to do. They, they wheeled me out in a wheelchair, and, and but uh, but in my defense, I did walk in, um, back to bring the balls back in. I did walk into the building and uh, and bring those balls to them um, of my own accord. I, I did have a walker, but uh, like Kelly said, I've I've graduated a little bit to a cane and um getting better with the cane and and when I'm when I'm fully um, strong enough to be able to do it I'm, I'm hoping to be able to to move past the, the cane too yeah so that I can do walk on my own and and I, I'm getting there well I'm kind of an eyewitness to that because I I have uh, footage of you when you were first in St. Mark's I never posted that though and also, I'm here. You're, so you're in my office. We're at Windermere today. We've set up the podcast in the office space. We used to do a lot of these porta podcasts, but in my lack of, of energy and abilities right now, I thought, you know, I'll just set it up here. We got the big smile behind me, smiling back. Maybe we'll post a picture of that sometime on social media. But but I really just wanted to, to take a moment and thank those who supported Alex and I through the gifts and the cards and the flowers and the texts and some of the yummy food, just all kind. You, you don't realize how much people uh, mean to you until you are almost helpless and so many people are doing things out of love. Yeah, I do want to give a shout out to my neighbors. Um, they've been great. Obviously, you and your wife, Kelly, have been great. Um, my, my neighbors stepped up and obviously I can't uh, do a whole lot of of manual labor at this point um, I'm hoping to overcome that but they've stepped up and stepped in and for that I'm very thankful me too and Amanda was able to help with the dogs Alex got some great dogs and uh, she was able to be there and supportive of that effort when Coral was working and Alex wasn't able and Panda came to the rescue for the dogs so Alex I'm gonna have you back on the show again because we're at a later point, because I want to talk about some of the things that we want to do um, together that, that have nothing to do with the smile balls, but it was really great to be able. So we've been friends for a while and I, I call it rising up. I'm rising from the ashes and you might as well be rising from the ashes too, but, but we're, we're rising up and, uh, and looking forward and not backwards and not, not stuck in our pain, the pain of our past, but looking forward to the future. And so wanted to thank Alex again. Alex, thank you for being on the show. You're very well.
Charlie. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being a good friend and, and a good emotional support person. You as well. And thank you listeners who didn't give up on us over the past few months. That's a little of our story. It kind of tells you where we were and why we weren't. And if Tim's not back with us for a while, then I'll have some other guests. But again, thanks everybody for listening. 